0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Rest of the Sermon, Confessions of a Pastor. I wanted to uh, start off today just by uh, letting you know up front this is probably going to be a little bit shorter of an episode. Um, I have been trying to practice a little bit of self-care, uh, that's why there was no episode last week. Um, I've been a little uh, on the sick side and so trying to take care of myself and um be mindful of, of all the stressors, uh, that are going on. Uh, I had mentioned that we were going to be having an outdoor service and, uh, also preparing to welcome folks back inside the church. We, we had that outdoor service this past Sunday and that's a little bit about what I wanted to talk about today was just some reflections on that experience, what it was like to be back together. Some of the, uh, the stress or worry that led up to that service. Um, and thinking about just kind of the bigger picture, how that affects us as individuals, stress that is. And um, uh, thinking also outside the box, thinking about churches during this time. Uh, I know that uh, several churches have, have already begun worshiping together indoors and uh, back in person. And in a lot of ways, they have they have found their stride in what would be considered the new normal. Uh, and so in, in that regards, we're kind of uh, lagging behind uh, in the same breath, I know of several churches that are not meeting and do not have plans to be meeting uh, in the near future, uh, still due to uh, this pandemic and uh, just concern for their members. And so trying to figure out how to, how to balance those two things um, has been really interesting. Uh, a couple observations uh, from my, myself, and, and maybe I'm unique in this, I don't know. Uh, and I shared on Sunday, if you would like to hear the service, by the way, you would, uh, you'll would you be able to find it at, at the uh, link that, that's provided in the show notes. Uh, we were continuing our, our journey through Philippians. Uh, and so since there wasn't an episode last week, um, you would probably be able to find that, that service as well, just on the same YouTube page, uh, our church YouTube page. Um, but this week we, we talked specifically about Uh, where our allegiances lie. Um, I talked about how, as a child, we are taught to memorize a a paragraph and and recite it together without any real knowledge of even what it means, and that would be the the Pledge of Allegiance and what it is that we're pledging allegiance to. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Paul talks about in this this passage, this letter to the Philippians, how our true allegiance, uh, our true citizenship, if you will, is in heaven. And so it helps to to put perspective on everything that is happening in our world uh, and in our country right now, if we remember that our, our true citizenship is in heaven. We are here, but for a short time. And while things definitely feel very chaotic right now, uh, things feel like at times, at least I have felt like at times, that things were at a crisis point uh, and you know, whether that's accurate or not, whether that's my own um, my own feelings about something, the reality is, is that I have to learn how to or rely on what I know, uh, and that is to trust God uh, and trust that God will lead. Uh, it's not always easy to do that, and it also often feels like that to do that means that you have to be or you have to become more passive. Uh, and... Uh, That's difficult. It's difficult to sit back and watch uh, what you feel like is the undoing of something just happen and trust that it's going to be okay. But that's what God calls us to do. God calls us to be faithful and to remember who it is that's in control. So that's the, that's the Cliff Notes version of this sermon, so I hope you'll go and, and take a listen. We also celebrated communion together, so that's something that you could join us with after the fact if you'd like, so, so prepare some elements, grab some elements, some bread and juice, or, or however you'd like to do that, and you can take communion with us as well. I wanted to talk, though, today about some observations uh, about what it looks like to come back to church after six months of being away. Uh, Obviously, I haven't been away at all. I've been here every week, and I have uh, preached a sermon, prepared a service every week. And so that wasn't any different this week. What was different was, one, our location. We were meeting in a park here in Midway. Uh, And two, all of the preparation that went into that. And three, and this is what caught me by surprise, how much worry, (laughs) how much... Uh, the worrying took out of me about who was going to show up. Who was going to show up? Would the service meet their expectation? How do we provide for a uh, safe community uh, in those who for those who have attended? How do we do communion in a way that is safe? And I mean, these are all things I thought about for weeks leading up to this. But the actual carrying out, the actual... Practice of these things, I didn't realize how stressful that would be, and so there's a couple takeaways that I have. One takeaway is I'm I'm starting to dread uh, the 11th of October because that's when we're going to be uh, attempting at least to meet in person, and I'm starting to dread that a little bit because I'm thinking about, holy cow, if I was this stressed out about an outdoor service, what's it going to look like when we bring things indoors? When we add, a, 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 you know, another two or three layers onto um, how do we provide for for the safety for folks? So once again, I want to encourage you. Just having had this experience, I want to encourage you to remember your church leaders. Remember that they are doing the best that they can, and that uh, we are not perfect. We all make mistakes. Many of us make many mistakes a day. But we're all trying to figure out how do we do this in a way that's meaningful when we've never been taught how to do this before. We don't have an example. For some of us, we struggled to make sure that it was meaningful before a pandemic. And now we are now here we are where things have completely changed. The playbook is thrown out the window and we're just winging it. It's an audible every Sunday. So, Thinking about my own experience, thinking about that level of stress, and then trying to apply that to, to everyday folks who uh, have had to manage that and deal with that in their own ways, I'm sure, with your own jobs, with children at home, children going back to school, children not back to school. I mean, there's all kinds of things that uh, float in and out uh, of our minds, that float in and out of our awareness, that, that drain us of energy. On top of that, you have today, which is that I'm, I'm doing the recording, which is Tuesday, uh, um, September 29th. Uh, tonight is the first presidential debate. Uh, if you want some free advice, I would tell you why watch it. Um, if you are listening to this, more than likely, you've already made up your mind who you're going to vote for. So what's the point uh, in watching a debate that is just going to bring you agitation? It's just going to make you frustrated or angry. And so why submit yourself to that? If you truly are undecided, then by all means, uh, partake and see what you can learn. Uh, However, I I just can't fathom that there's anyone at this point who is really, truly undecided. Uh, And so it just seems to me that this is a, a, a stress that we can all avoid. And to that end, I wonder how many things we we bring into our life on a daily basis, stressors that we bring in on a daily basis that we don't have to, things that we can avoid. God speaks to this um, in, in, in the Gospels. He talks about worry. Jesus talks about worry. And he, he, he points to the birds of the air and the flowers in the fields. And he says, look, God, God prepares, God takes care of the birds that, that fly in the air and, and the, the flowers that are in the field. They don't worry about anything. God takes care of all of it. And aren't you more precious to God than those other two parts of the creation? And on paper, that sounds great. On paper, that makes me go, yeah, of course I am. Of course I'm more important. Of course, but why is it that I can't seem to shake that worry? And it dawns on me that it's not really the worry that's the problem. It's not that I worry. I, I do worry. I, I, I joke and, and say that I was born with an extra worry gene because uh, I, I tend, to, tend to worry quite a bit. Uh, even to the point of even being sick, I, I worry so much sometimes. But you see, the reality isn't that uh, I need to focus on not worrying. That, that's not the problem. That's a, that's a symptom. The real problem is that what I've got to learn how to do is how to trust, and not only is it just trust, but it's how do I trust God? And when I say it that way, especially as a pastor, I I struggle with with feelings of shame. I mean, I, I feel ashamed that I can admit that there are many times in my life that I don't I don't trust God. I don't say that out loud. I don't, I'm not consciously thinking that, but that's what my actions say. That's what my thoughts say. My thoughts uh, convey that that the truth is they betray the fact that I don't trust God, because if I did, then I wouldn't worry. If I if I did trust God, if I did hone in on the fact and believe with every fiber of my being that my citizenship is not as a, uh, in the state of Kentucky or as a, a member of the United States of America as, as blessed as I am to be in both, to reside in both. But that's not my true citizenship. My citizenship is in the kingdom of heaven. And if what I say is true, if I were to believe what it is that I say, then that has to have significance. And if my citizenship is truly in heaven, then why am I worrying about earth? Let me unpack that just for a second, because I don't want to imply that we shouldn't worry about God's creation. We are uh, have been made the stewards of God's creation. We are the upkeepers, the, the groundskeeper of God's creation. We have been given responsibility over god's creation and so that's that's one of the things we're called to do is to care for earth to care for this creation but in doing so we have to remember that this is just a stop on our journey this isn't where i began i didn't begin on earth and i won't end on earth but this is just a stop on the journey and if I, can, if I can embody that, what does that mean? I want to suggest a few things and then we'll, we'll wrap up today of what that might mean. One, it might mean that I can, can be a better husband and a better father. Because I can be present. Instead of being absent in worry. Because I can provide knowing and trusting that God has provided it means I can love. If by now you haven't sensed that that's a, a, a significant theme in my life, a significant theme in my, my ministry, this idea of, of loving one another, it's faith in God. It's trust in God that frees us up to be able to love others and love them well when I don't have to worry about myself, when I cannot be self-absorbed, when I cannot be selfish, but instead be outwardly, other-focused. That's when I'm allowed. That's when I'm able to love at my best. And friends, I truly believe, I truly believe that God is calling us today to remember where our citizenship is, to remember who it is we put our trust in. And it's not a politician, and it's not my neighbor, it's not myself. We have to put our trust in God. And what that looks like then, when we're able to do it, is it frees us up to do what he has called us to do. You've heard me say this many times, that we have been called to love one another. So I hope that you can be intentional uh, in in the coming days, the coming week. One, to remember where your citizenship lies. To remember where it is you truly belong. That you can free yourself up by trusting in God to allow God to work through you and in you to then go and to love others. It was a beautiful day on Sunday. No matter how much I worried, no matter how much I stressed, no no matter how much preparation I put into it, that day had nothing to do with me. It was the brilliance of God, the beauty of God, that shone all around us and through all of those who gathered. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it was amazing standing up on that hill, looking down, looking out over uh, probably around 50 people. Very different than standing in a virtually empty sanctuary, sharing a message. For those of you who were able to join us, I, I, I thank you for coming and for being a part of that. For those who will partake via uh, our YouTube page, I'm glad that you're along with us. For the journey and I hope that you'll stick with me here as we continue to talk about the rest of the sermon as always if you have comments or feedback questions that you'd like to send me you can send those to the rest of the sermon at gmail.com look I missed uh, doing an episode last week I hope that you are still engaged and I hope that you will work to trust God to let God work through you and to remember where it is that your citizenship is truly located. Worry less, love more. Until next time, God bless.